0: married for a long time and then re-entering it and how much the the world has changed and so many people that don't have their faith as a big part of their lives that you might meet when you're dating and so it makes it uh, a unique experience <laughs> to be dating in today's world so um and just to to laugh and poke fun is yeah life just continues to amuse me and so i i thought of this idea and I always had liked like the old time radio shows when I was young I didn't listen to a lot of them but I remember um a teacher had had us listen to one and I just thought that was super interesting having all the sound effects and how your brain kind of fills in all those details so um yeah so I when I had this idea I and podcasts were getting popular so I put together seven uh, episodes and then we had a Christmas special and um which is a full episode a couple of people have thought it was just like us talking as a cast and crew and it's it's a full episode so um and and then the cast was all game to do another season and i just had some new ideas and you know it's uh, they're fun characters and uh, we had some good responses to the first season so thought we would go for season two
1: Yeah, you know, these old-time radio shows are popular uh, in the past, of course. Uh, I remember I grew up in Oconto, Wisconsin, uh, and the local radio station was 107.1. It was W-O-C-O. It was basically like a guy who had a hobby of radio work, you know, starting a station, serving the local community. But they used to play, I know, some of those old time shows that you're talking about. So I listened to them in the car when my grandma would drive me somewhere or whatever during maybe it was like the six o'clock hour or whatever. But even that kind of genre has entered into the podcasting world. There are lots of different networks that have kind of shows that they're carrying out a, a storyline. And, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like uh, that that radio uh, show format, uh, telling telling a story, having an audience, having a having the characters and that character development. So, so what you're doing is really, you know, kind of on par with what's happening uh, out there in the world of podcasting and listenership and, and whatnot today. So. Uh, yeah, there's a lot
0: more when I searched this season for sort of comparable scripted comedy shows, I found a lot more this time around than when I had uh, done the first season was seeing what else was out there. So it's definitely picking up and everything old is new again. So people are doing these kinds of shows a little
1: bit more. So in the, sh- in the show and in the podcast, uh, in these episodes, you kind of obviously introduced different ideas. The first season, it was about... Uh, The Seven Deadly Sins. The second season is about the seven corporal works of mercy. So where do you get your ideas from in order to incorporate them into the storyline and and so forth? So how do you get your inspiration uh, as you write one of these episodes? For
0: the first season, um, excuse me, The Seven Deadly Sins is, uh, I guess, sort of like low-hanging fruit, just because a lot of people know them. Even if they're not Christian, they may have heard of them. and that idea that that's something that's a thing and so and they're so broad the seven deadly sins and and I purposely did for that season try to have some times where it's not the first thing you might think of with those um and and have like each character have something and so I wanted to continue to have some sort of you know catechesis in a way where you know telling people about something that they might not know, you know, fewer people perhaps know about the works of mercy, definitely, you know, non Catholics may not realize that that's something that we have. And so yeah, I I looked at a couple of different ones. Um, I want around the same number of episodes. So I, I was going to do the spiritual works of mercy, and they didn't fit quite as readily um, for what I wanted to say. And, and definitely some of the episodes are quite loose. Uh, you know, it's not really that tied in. It's more mm. um, like, give a drink to the thirsty. That episode Agnes is, you know, just trying to do her like bartender channel on YouTube. So that's just drinking, but it's not really giving drink to the thirsty, like the actual one. So there is, you know, some comedy, of course, in how they play out. Um, but and then it gave a theme, uh, the priest, because I also wanted to have um ever since season one and then more so also in season two to have the priest be someone who had some life of his own to show that you know priests aren't just I don't know that they're real people they have struggles they have you know humor they have all you know different sides of them like everybody does and um and so to have so the running gag is all these ministries which plays off of these the works of mercy so his pastor is making him lead all of these and they range from The mundane to the preposterous as the season progresses. Um, So I definitely had fun with that. Um, And uh, but yeah, so just to have that, and then um, in both. So Cecilia is the main character, and then Agnes is um, her roommate, and they. So either one of them could have um, you know something to do with that that theme for the episode of the um, the works of mercy. And so, yeah, it's just just a lot of brainstorming and seeing what would make a good arc for them. They each have a definitive arc over the season.
1: So Cecilia, as you mentioned, is the main character. She's the one going to confession to her brother, the priest, Father Paul. Cecilia experienced the loss of her husband, and that's why she's single. And uh, so... And then, you know, as Cecilia is entering into the dating world, you know, she realizes, well, I really love Dimitri, who was a longtime friend. And so they're trying to navigate this relationship uh, as season two unfolds. So, um, yeah, I guess it, it, it's interesting just kind of how Cecilia as the widow, uh, uh, yeah, how Cecilia as the widow that she um, is always kind of living in the past of that relationship. And then Dimitri kind of senses that and feels that too. And so there, there's something there. So I think you're really touching on something that individuals really do experience in kind of this scenario. So, so I think it it could be relevant to someone who might find themselves, uh, in that situation themselves.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a lot of um, experiences that I heard um, from other people who had dated um, widows or widowers, Um, you know, that balance of having compassion, empathy, sympathy, all of those things, and trying to hold space for that um, former spouse of theirs, but then also saying, but I'm here now, um, and how that looks, and it is very delicate, um, and to That both people have very valid feelings and trying to see how that does play out Um, because I think that in a lot of tv shows or movies um, you don't necessarily see a lot of these day-to-day you know the minutiae of things that might come up Um, and so I wanted to have that so it's a little bit um, more serious in that aspect that it you know, they're in a relationship. So, you know, season one was the humor of her going on all these dates and having these crazy things happen. And then this one's like, okay, yeah, she settled in, she and Demetria are in a relationship. And then how does that work? And, um, but you know, there's obviously still humor, but it's really, um, it's very real. And I wanted to draw all these char- to be, characters to be very authentic and um, yeah, to have some people feel like oh that's a real situation
1: and um because that would draw people in more so yeah do we know how cecilia's husband frank how he died is that revealed in the episodes
0: um i don't think i ever specifically said it sometimes i forget you know what the backstory i have notes on and i've created as as um what has been revealed in season one or two um so no i don't think it actually ever
1: um was talked about that's interesting that do you as do you as the creator know how frank died in your creative genius and mind um yeah it wasn't like sure
0: overly traumatic you know but it was uh yeah i have to yeah it's not like a secret per se but it wasn't it's not like because there are some where, yeah, if it was completely out of the blue, that can impact the the widow in one way, if it was long time coming in a different way, if it was, you know, God forbid they, you know, took their own life or whatever, or it was a violent, death, you know, I learning more about that yeah. um, definitely plays in. So it's an interesting question. Um, but yeah, that's not really addressed in, in the show.
1: Yeah, I imagine maybe, you know, there's season three or season four, yeah. there could be some more retelling of who Frank is and getting to know him as kind of a backstory underneath Mm -hmm. all of this, maybe, I think. So possibilities are uh, endless, I guess, as you create a show (laughs) and as you're writing and whatnot. Uh, The cast, you know, they come together. You have some great names. You have like Katie Bonenhammer. You have Christine Jezik. uh, Hopefully I'm saying their names right, but you know, you've brought together a great cast and, uh, what's their experience been of the whole affair of doing this? You know, uh, have they enjoyed it? Do they get get along? Do you come together in a room and then you you do you record in like a studio, or are you recording remotely from all the different places with mics hooked up to computers? Uh, and yeah, I guess what's what's that all look like?
0: Yeah, this season was um, a little bit different. Season one, um, it was a little bit. We did have some recording sessions with like the four main characters, but there was a lot of people that sent it in and which happened as well for the guest stars, they sent in a lot of it. Um, but this year we were in, um, one of the actors uh, who plays Dimitri has a recording space. And so we were able to utilize that. And um, Katie who plays uh, Cecilia, she was gonna be going out of town. And we we had started, we have a text thread with, the, um, the three actresses the actresses, and um someone's like oh saint cecilia's feast day is coming up we should do a novena to her so and this was be, we knew like i was like okay i'm the episodes are almost done i'm just you know i was getting notes from people and so we did that novena and then um katie was going to be leaving town earlier than i thought and so i was like well we have to record this before you leave and um five people with very busy schedules were somehow available the very next day and so we were able to to all meet and and bang it out so um yeah so we recorded all together the main characters um and yeah everyone's you know laughing and having a good time but there's so much because it is it's seven episodes and these episodes are longer than the first season um the first season they were probably like 10 to 12 minute episodes and these um, some of them get to like 20 minutes, um, particularly the the later episodes. So we had basically a full length movie to record. We had a lot to get. So it was like finding that balance always. Like, okay, yes, we enjoy each other's company and we're laughing and this is fun, but also we need to move on. So I have to be a bit of a taskmaster in, uh, in the recording booth. Um, but yeah, we all have a good time. And one scene, actually, Katie, Kristen and I were out at, uh, after a networking event um when i was just thinking about what was going to be in this series and then something that we had joked about there ended up being in the series so yeah we all yeah get along and see each other at different um like networking events and have different events together so
1: yeah yeah obviously uh this is scripted it's written so you've written the the screenplay if you will for confessions uh, for each episode. Uh, obviously you probably don't need to memorize the script. Uh, you could probably just record reading it like, but I'm mm-hmm. sure there's a rehearsal that individuals did advanced reading, et cetera. Do you do several takes? Is that, or is it one and done or, well, again, kind of just behind the scenes of how it all goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We had a rehearsal, um, over zoom, um, just cause everybody's kind of everywhere in LA. So to make it easier, um, and, you know, gave notes and everybody kind of then knew how the performance that I was looking for. And then, um, and then when we were there, we would do a couple of takes um, and, but yeah, people all had their scripts in front of them. And uh, so, yeah, no, they didn't really have to memorize anything. Um, but yeah, so that's how we were doing that.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, another thing that I noticed through your social media and such is that, you know, there are parishes that have hosted Confession of Catholic single events. And I don't know if it's meant to bring together singles or if it's meant to talk about, you know, dating or whatever. But but it seems like, you know, you've been able to put your podcast in front of people at some sort of different events. So tell me a little bit about how people maybe could use this uh, in their own parish.
0: Yeah, thanks. Um, we, I have put together kind of like people have heard of Lexio Divina where they read the Bible a few times slowly and see kind of what the Holy Spirit is revealing to them. So I have um, what I call an audio divina where they listen to it and then there's reflection questions that are a mix of both dating and then whatever sort of Catholic issues are in that episode um you know talking about the corporal work of mercy for that particular episode um and so a little bit more geared towards young adults because that's just the population that is you know has a higher percentage of people that are single that may be looking to talk about dating but um to yeah just have people think about their how we we may date differently and the things that we should be thinking about when we are dating as a catholic to try to find you know good catholic spouses um And so, yeah, so that's available to any parish, Um, and it doesn't have to be for their young adult group if they have other groups of Bible studies, but a lot of them that's kind of the groups that are already formed, Um, so they can just contact me it's a free resource that they can use. Um, I just ask people to like basically post on social media with like the group and just you know tag the show so that we can just see who else is doing it. and uh, yeah, so that's an option and we're having a premiere um, this Saturday. I'm not sure when this will um, be, but on um, a couple of days before the premiere. So the show comes out on Valentine's Day, also Ash Wednesday this year. And so the Saturday before we're having like a paint and sip night, and it's also the premiere night. So the actors and I will be painting and everybody anybody else that comes. So kind of a different fun little premiere, premiere paint and you know, night.
1: Oh, very good. And in the background will be the episodes as they play. And mm-hmm. so- yeah, we'll listen to the episodes, so they'll get the sneak peek. Oh, very cool. And so this is season two. Are you anticipating season three? You had seven deadly sins, seven corporal works of mercy could be the seven sacraments, you know, if, oh. if, uh, Cecilia ever, if Cecilia and Dimitri get married, you know, you could play that out, you know, like, yeah, for, you know, first their marriage, then the baptism, you know, kind of journey with them as they raise their family. Yeah. I don't know, just, uh, throwing out an idea there. Yeah. Seven um,
0: sacraments is interesting. Yeah. Cause anything with numbers, obviously the Catholic church, really, yeah. we love our numbers. Um, and so I've looked at, yeah, beatitudes or 10 commandments, just different ones, but yeah, the sacraments is a, is an interesting idea. Um yeah, and holy orders, we already have Father Paul, so we can Sure. dive into something with him for that episode. It could yeah. be
1: Father Paul finds a seminary recruit, you know, and how yeah. he helps somebody discern the vocation or something. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot there that you could do uh continuing with confessions of a Catholic single. So you don't have to be single to listen to it, right? Any Northerners be Catholic. Of life. You can
0: <laughs> It's it's funny for everybody. (laughs)
1: that's great so very good and you know it's a podcast so that means there are different platforms people listen to podcasts on a lot of people listen on Apple podcasts if you have an Mm -hmm. iPhone that comes standard people listen on Spotify Um, Mm -hmm. there are other apps out there uh, that I'm not all that familiar with but it's also available on YouTube as well now it's not like you seeing the people reading the script or anything Uh, you kind of have different scenes uh, as as the scene changes, so does the image. So it's also available on YouTube, so people can mm-hmm. listen there too. Um, yeah, so it's a, it, it's a great show. I listen all seven episodes for for season two already, and uh, I'll re listen as you release them. Because what do you do? You release one a week?
0: Yeah. So episodes one and two will come out on uh, February fourteenth, and then every Wednesday after that, um, the new episode will come out. So yeah, and like you say, it's, it's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, um, and then for people, because I used to not be as prolific, like as a listener using these different apps, so I would only listen myself on YouTube for a while. And so I was like, okay, I know that there are people like me. So yeah, I made it available there as well. Um, so yeah, most places where people listen, uh, were are there
1: yeah, you'd be surprised how many people listen to podcasts on YouTube, so much so that YouTube actually has like a podcast channel now uh, for mm. their creators and such. So so it is a phenomena, even like in these interview style podcasts that you and I are doing right now. like yeah. for some reason, people will watch it on YouTube. And uh, I don't know if it's just kind of the background noise as they're working or mm-hmm. or, or whatnot. but, There is an audience for things like this on YouTube. So, so wonderful. So, Confessions of a Catholic Single, go check it out uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. The first season is, or the second season is releasing on the 14th of February, but you can go back now and listen to past episodes of season one and get all caught up before the season two release. So, head on over. Mm -hmm. Confessions of a Catholic Single, make it your podcast binging for this weekend, uh, preparing for season two. Thanks so much. Aaron Dooley for joining me today. Yeah, thank you very much for having me.
0: If you liked today's episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you're listening. And don't forget to stay up to date with what Father Edward is doing by following him on Facebook, X, or Instagram at the handle at fredwardlooney. Thanks for listening, and please join Father Edward again next time for another inspiring conversation.